Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Glad You're Here and Happy Productions. Live. I am here live with the one, the only Aurora Bear. Aurora, how you doing? Hey, I'm great. Good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you so much for for making the trip down all the way, all the way from Aiken. You are you're the inaugural guest in the Cambridge studio. Mm-hmm. You're the first one here. So uh, yeah, it's not the not not quite finished, but it's pretty close. We've come a long way. Yeah, good this, vibes. Yeah, this this used to be a bank vault. <laughs> excellent, excellent. <laughs> yeah, like behind you is where the uh, I don't I don't know the vault or the safe was. Like it's. It's pretty wild. It's still there. It's still there. That's it's amazing. Still, it's, yeah. Now it's kind of creepy. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I uh, yeah. I've I've heard that before. But yeah, it's it's cool. Like an old school bank vault. Who has that still? Yeah, but like really seventies colors on there. That's awesome. <laughs> it is. I know. Like golden. I think. I think they may have painted that. They may have. Yeah. I, I can't say for sure. Either way, we didn't come down here to talk about bank vaults. <laughs> In the seventies, well, maybe the seventies. You never know. But Aurora, I want. I am excited to have you on and chat about all the cool things that you're doing and coming coming out of Aiken, which is becoming like this cool musical epicenter. All of a sudden, that's what we're going for. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you're you're a big part of what's going on up there. So what's? I'm just going to start there. What's going What's going on in Aiken? What's in the water up there? What's happening? Well, my good friend Christian McShane who you may have met, you know. Yeah. Uh, he's um, s- spearheading a little musical renaissance there. We've got a couple of great rooms to play, and we've had some festivals now, and there's like six venues, which blows my mind. So cool. Yeah. I grew up in Aiken. Not okay. only do I live in Aiken, I was born in Aiken. Oh, yes. So. You've known the stoplight forever. Yep. Yeah. It's a big full circle. Yeah. Big full circle. I live on the same street I lived on like 17 years ago, and it's a trip. Wild. Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so so you're born born and raised in Aiken, and then did you, I mean, I mean, obviously you left at some point. Where did you go? Where have you been? Where have you been before you came back to Aiken? Yeah. So when I left Aiken, I did some college at UMD. So Duluth was my, okay. my first little jump off, my little incubator, and uh, I played... When I first started, that's where I cut my teeth. Yeah. Good place to do it. Absolutely. Good place to do it. What is it about, like, yeah, this is such a cliche question, but I'm just curious about it. Like, the North Country, there's, like, a sound up there. Like, whether it's Duluth or, or Aiken, there is there is a unique sound that comes out of that area just due to, I, I think it's, like, the geographical something or another, right? You know what, you know what I'm talking about or what I'm trying to get at? Like, what what is it? Well, <laughs> I mean... It's not a genre. I wouldn't yeah, say it's a it's genre, exactly. but uh, I just think the the percentage of musicians compared to the population is amazing. That's true. It's just for 80,000 people, something like that. Yeah. I mean, there's just like hundreds of bands. So many. Yeah. yeah. And, and a lot of places to play. And a, and a lot of places to play. And everyone's super cool about it. Like it's not a dog fight. You know, which is what it takes to make a cool music scene where not everyone's just fighting about it. So, all right. So you've been you've, you've been aching. You're, you're building up a cool scene there. You've done Duluth and you've been doing your own thing for I mean, how long how long have you been in the game for? How long has it been? Uh, math, 15, <sighs> 16 years. Wild. Yeah. Yeah. That's since I started writing. I used to do a lot of intros, you know, at like 15 years old, but yeah. then I actually wrote a song. Oh. But it only had an A section, repeating a couple of them. Dylan got yeah. away with it for years. Actually, that's not true. The first one had an A section and a B section. Oh. One of the first three was just one thing repeated. Yeah. You know what? It happens. <laughs> it, it does happen. I still write that song. <laughs> drone. Yeah. Drone has a place. Drone, drone has a place. So when, when did, how old were you when that song first came out, or the first one you wrote? Probably nineteen. Nineteen. Yep. Okay. So, and then you've been you've been writing and playing out ever since. And you've got you've got two records out. Is there is there any more that I missed? Two EPs. Two EPs. Uh, there were some. There are actually recordings of like the first ten songs that never got released on the internet. That are, uh, yeah. Two. There's, so there's like there's a good handful of songs that aren't available on the internet. And we recorded some of the stuff at Sparta. And I'll tell you something about myself is that uh, I'm pretty judgmental and I may have shelved them. I, I was like, no, we just we didn't quite get it. And we're we're trying to dig those out because they're not they're not as hopeless as 
I made them out to be at the time. So some of that older stuff hopefully will be released soon. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's, isn't it, isn't it funny how you can be so hard on something when you like make it and then you go back with fresh ears and you're like, there was a lot here. Like what was wrong with 22 year old me? Yeah, absolutely. Like multiple projects that were tracked and I was like, nah. (laughs) (laughs) What, what kind of style were they? Cause we were talking about this a little bit before off air about how like you're so versatile. You, you can do like folky stuff. You can do rock and roll you can do anything in between so what, what kind of were the missing projects uh they are pretty folky in yeah. the beginning and then like some roots blues and then uh some some like precursors to the rock that i play now but i mostly i just played acoustic guitar forever so that was pretty definitive of my sound yeah it kind of it kind of cre- it, it it doesn't put you in a box but it makes you be creative with the instrument you have you know, like you get to, I, I, I am going to, I am going to stick with the box term because like, I kind of like the idea of being within this like confine and still creating a new sound out of it, which I am sure is what you did on those missing recordings. And you probably thought you didn't hit the mark as much as you wanted. Am I, am I, am I close? Uh, yeah, I honestly, I don't remember. Yeah. What, we, we track them live and if I would have went, if I would have gone back in and like tracked the vocals, I probably would have been happy with them. Sure. So now I'm not sure where all the stems are, but I know where a good handful of the stems are. So there you go. You got we're, enough. We're to gonna work. go back in there. You know, and the vocal style is totally different. Of course, I mean, 15 years. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's a little, you know, nostalgically, a uh, little baby Aurora. Like, oh, yeah. look at her. <laughs> Oh, get those tracks. Yeah, Release she, them. They're she, so cute. She made That's something adorable. cool. Yeah. It is. <laughs> I love that. And and Grown Up Aurora is still making cool stuff because you put out the most recent EP, 2021, was when that one came out? Yeah, I think so. Okay, so what was the uh, what was kind of what? the inspiration? 2021. It's 2023? Yeah. yeah. It's been, it's been a blur. Like the year that never was that keeps going on. Yeah, so we recorded it during the pandemic. It's a pandemic okay. EP also. Yeah. And it was like right when the pandemic started and we were like hardcore about the masks and you know it's hard getting in a studio and then like we didn't really practice because it was just too hard to get everyone in a room with all we followed the recommendations six feet different rooms masks the whole time and uh it was tough we didn't really get to rehearse so we just went in there and wong it it you got something cool out of it though (laughs) You know, it, it captures that live energy and that pent up energy of the moment is mm. definitely in the record. So it's one of those things where maybe a blessing in disguise that, you know, you had to wing it, as you said, right? Yeah. You made something pretty sweet with it. I'm excited. I'm excited for everyone to hear this. We're going to play it in full in, you know, the next hour. I'm not going to do the math on it, but it, <laughs> in an hour or so, we're going to play it in its entirety. And yeah, I think you created something cool and it's very much got that, that rock and roll vibe. Like what, if you had to describe your sound and I hate putting things in a box or a genre, but like, if you had to describe it, how do you describe it to people? Well, I mean that, that EP called out of my mind, uh, I, it's almost like punk pop rock, Yeah, but like all the way into kind of like indie rock because I think, uh, uh, like I want to be is that what it's called oh it's called in my dreams that one gets pretty like ethereal yeah but then the opening track is super rock right fuzz fuzz pedal like real rock for sure and the second one to me is like 90s pop punk that's a good one. so uh even yeah even those five songs I mean they really vary and then the third track is definitely rock blues mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh and the last one I don't know the last one's kind of emo yeah Hey, nothing wrong. Nothing wrong with that. Well, I mean, and I was bringing. So, so I did. So you can't really. The whole like thing can't be summed up into a genre. But, yeah, which is you know each awesome. one I guess kind of kind of fits has some, some flavor. Yeah, the one the through line that I that I notice on all of these is that like there's a couple of them. So one is is the song craft is there on all of them, regardless of which genre you're tackling. And then the other one is like your sense of melody is incredible. No matter what it is, there's always a melody tied to it that's just gorgeous and. Some, sometimes haunting, <laughs> you know, like, are you, when you're, when you're writing, do you, are you attracted to melodies first or do they come after the fact for you? I riff on the guitar yeah. and then I lay a melody over the top so that my first tracks are just not words. Yep. They're just melody lines, which, you know, 
I that's that's I think the way to go about it. Um, for to make it interesting to just focus on that melody because there's two two types of music, right? There's poetry over chords oh, yeah. and I, then there's like really melodic stuff and my stuff is more melodic less than like yeah you know dylan or uh i'm trying to think of some other ones like uh towns uh, comes to mind yeah, yeah yeah anyway you know what i'm saying i i know exactly exactly what you're saying more about the words even some johnny cash songs like where it's just like there's not a ton maybe not a ton of melody in the in the verses but mine is not that is not. Yeah, yeah, you keep you keep people's attention. I've always I've always said about stuff like that. Like it's the, those guys and I'm one of them need to be reined in a little bit sometimes. Like left to their own devices, Bob Dylan writes a 12 minute song with the same <laughs> melody droning over the entire time, and it's like I get it, Bob. Like you know, you could change this up a little bit, but it's there. The thing that makes it music is the melody, right? Like you you call it kind of poetry over the top of music. And giving it a lit, just some movement and make that's what makes it really beautiful. I think that's where you elevate the game because there's a lot of people that are good at writing novels, but they probably aren't good musicians. You know, hey, don't be getting down on subterranean homesick blues. Oh no, that's a good jam. Man, isn't I'm on the payment thinking about the government? Yeah, I feel that. That's a great jam. Look out, kid! Oh, there's some great lines in that song. Yeah, like. Oh, don't need a weatherman to know which way the wind blows. And then the other one, like, join the army if you fail. Remember when John Kerry got in trouble for, for using that? Yeah. <laughs> People didn't know what he's referring to. I mean, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I don't ever get political, but I just think it's funny, that song. Anyway. Uh, so I heard this great uh, soundbite that basically was talking about the Beatles and how the Beatles just piled chorus after chorus on each other like every oh. section of their song basically could be a chorus and yeah. i i that's what i try oh. you know to some extent like that dynamic yeah and and honestly like in some of my first songs people didn't know which section was which. they're like well the lift is here so this should be the chorus but that's the verse yep so and maybe i've straightened that out a little bit but like two two of my earlier songs specifically the verse was kind of over the part that musically would be the chorus section. Yeah. But does it matter? Nah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just do, just do, do whatever you want. Do, you yes. know, it's good to know kind of, because American folk music, like pop music, right? They talk about this formula, yeah. super formulaic. Yep. Um, you can, it's good to know that and then just do whatever you want. <laughs> exactly. You yeah. can't, you can't break the rules if you don't know what the rules are. Yeah. 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 Uh, I mean, uh, well, really, I feel like, okay, maybe don't agree 100% on that because because <laughs> uh, I probably didn't know the rules and was breaking the rules. So, yeah, you know, that's... if you don't know them and also theory is kind of like that, too, because like and maybe it's different for different people. But when you learn the theory, it's like don't get stuck in the theory exactly. because anything goes. Yes. If you hear it, go for it. You can do it. Yep. Yeah. string weird chords together that don't theoretically go together and find the note that ties them together and make it work do what you want to do make something beautiful yeah yeah that's the that's the cool it's the cool thing about music is we get to try stuff like that like just because there's been rules and whatever like we're not playing chess here you know <laughs> you don't have to follow the i mean well maybe some are. people yeah. some sometimes yeah and, and even i mean even for me honestly like Probably my most popular songs were songs that I sat down and I said, I'm going to follow the rules. Yep. I'm going to follow the rules. I'm going to pick a major chord. I'm going to put some chords with it that are in the key. Like, the, and I'm going to do it A, B, A, B, C, B. Yep. In, you know, intro, outro. And like people, they're, people love those songs. They're great. They so uh, most of the time I'm writing for myself. And once in a while I like dial it in and I'm like, all right, I'm going to take a gut shot here. Or, take, you know, take a straight shot. Like go for the bullseye. Just... Play by the rules and then, oh, it's great. Yeah, yeah come on. I was dumbing it down. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I dumbed it down. That's a one, four, five. Like, stop it. <laughs> I gave you so much other stuff, and that's the one you pick. Uh, well, like, not everybody, but the, definitely like some of the ones that people know by name are, are the, yeah, are the those. straightforward. Yeah. That's okay. It's all the right. ear likes it. The ear, the ear likes, the ear wants what it wants, right? And it's, it's one of those things where like when you put it out or you play it, as long as you're okay with it, you know, like there are people out there that play songs every night that they hate mm. with a passion. And as long as, you know, I'm through with standing in line. Yeah. I'm sorry. 
I don't know. When you make that much money on a song, you probably don't hate it at all. It's yeah, like, yeah, I mean, rolling in the dough. That's what I would think. They got a bank vault, but it's a real like it's full of money. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. Is you're just waiting to fill this up? That's all. That's, that's a, you that's know what it. I mean? Like yeah. it's here for the future. It's that's what we're going for. Premonition. Premonition. We're gonna try and write the next. What is that song called? Rockstar. What's the name? Yeah, of that? yeah. Rockstar. Yeah. No, yeah. you want to write the next wagon wheel and really just. Oh man, just take everybody off. Double down. On it. <laughs> we had an idea for a festival that was all wagon wheel. Every band covering Wagon Wheel all day. I'm sorry. You should do that. No, we shouldn't, but it's a funny thing to think about. It's hilarious. Well, I mean, you don't have to do it all day, but you could make every band cover it in their set. That's true. And then people are like, what the hell? Yeah. That'd be kind of funny. Boo. Uh, And then then at the end, you do an encore. Where everybody gets up on stage and plays Wagon Wagon Wheel. Yeah. That's That's such a polarizing song. So polarizing. It's uh, listen. Some of the best moments I've ever had playing cover gigs. Like, dude, take his took his shirt off. Like, hopped on the edge of the stage. Oh, wagon wheel. You know. But then other people are like, "Come on, what are you doing?" It's a great song. It is easy to play. It is easy to play, (laughs) and it's you know what? I think I think it's one of those songs that gets a bad rap because of how often it's been covered. Like the song itself is yeah, it's a basic song, but it's fine. It's relatively inoffensive and it's it's fine it's just the fact that i i put it like this like i don't like there i don't know there's something about like the 80s sound that i don't like and i think it's i don't too much synthesizers or whatever and i wouldn't care about it if i didn't have to hear it every time i went to the grocery store (laughs) yeah (laughs) you know like i wouldn't have this thing of like i hate huey lewis i'm sure he's a fine guy but (laughs) he's like forced on me all the time so i have a problem with him I think it's the same with Wagon Wheel. Like, you know, the song itself is whatever. It's just, I'm going out to the brewery to have a nice little night. Oh, they have acoustic music here. Oh, it's Wagon Wheel. Yay. Yay. Well. (laughs) It's not a simulation. It's not a simulation. No, definitely not. Definitely not. Well, all this, all this talk about uh, Wagon Wheel. Do you, I I made you bring, bring a guitar up. Do you want to show the people, you know, something maybe not Wagon Wheel-ish, some, some Aurora Bear music so we can. Give them a taste of what uh, what we've been talking about. Sure. This yeah. is the title track, Out of My Mind. All right. Take it away. I'm out of my mind. Yeah, I'm all right. It's just a temporary thing and I'm feeling fine. I won't lie. Been getting high. Now I'm bleeding on my nose and my eyes are on fire. Well, I've been crying out in silence, looking fine, wasting time, sometimes wild, I am flying like a broken record, I wanna die, put your arms around me gently while I cry, stick around, I'll stabilize, I'm out of my mind, yeah, I'm alright, it's just a temporary thing and I'm feeling fine, I won't lie, I've been getting high, now I'm bleeding up my nose and my eyes are on fire I'm a statistic, realistically I'm fine It's not the first time that I've been here I'm genetically inclined It's a trip, I've lost my grip upon the time Textbook madness on the line I'm out of my mind, yeah I'm alright It's just a temporary thing and I'm feeling fine I won't lie, been getting high Now I'm bleeding on my nose and my eyes are on fire Out of my mind, but yeah I'm alright It's just a temporary thing and I'm feeling fine I won't lie, I've been getting high Now I'm bleeding on my nose and I'm out of my mind That's such a kick-ass song. <laughs> yeah. No, Out of My Mind, Aurora Bear, off of the 2021 EP, which I should have this in front of me. I'm so sorry. So that song wasn't even written when we started recording. Oh, like, really? The, the song I'm going to play next was actually the single. Oh, yeah. So the name of the EP, like, I didn't even, I guess I, maybe I didn't even know what I was going to call it, but... Then I wrote out of my mind, and I was like, "That's that's the single right there. <laughs> We're putting the, that on there." Yeah, no, that is such a good a good uh, example of you like taking a chorus and building another chorus <laughs> on top of a chorus. That song, like, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I think you're totally right because the yeah the B minor, E major. You know that yep. could be or it's a F F sharp major, but uh, that could be. A chorus section. You, oh, yeah. you can make that into a chorus. So yeah. Absolutely, yeah. It's super catchy. And, and even that song, I was like, what 
which one is the verse? Because I thought this was the verse. It makes sense. That's that's almost more of a verse section than. But um, yeah, maybe you could have to re. I'll just rewrite it the opposite way and <laughs> and call it. Yeah, I'm, I'm in my mind. In now. my I'm, mind, I'm, I'm I'm centered. I've come back. <laughs> Been getting low. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm just. You know. Oh, that's that's a good. That is a good jam. And oh, we don't. We don't have to get into this too much, but I like I like talking about it too. You're you're sober, right? I am sober. How how far along? Ten months. Congratulations. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. It's a big deal for me. It is it is a big deal. And I, I'm not gonna I, I don't like making people tell the uh, you know, the gritty stories, but like just congratulations. That's the No main no story. wait. Yeah. We oh yeah. No, that's a great story. And I don't know if it's been told yet. But, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, if you just listen to the song that I just sang, that is the story. That's what got me <laughs> <laughs> got got me thinking it because yeah. like you ever been to the fifth floor? That's not the I mean, it's a nice place, but like don't go there. Don't okay. Go. <laughs> uh, Nine out of ten would not recommend. Yeah. <laughs> All right, good good to know. Plus you're not feeling good when you get there and you're like, I gotta get out of it. And then they're like, you have to get better to get out and yeah. then okay yeah i will eat a sandwich I'll whatever you say whatever you say oh. <laughs> mostly it's just like go to sleep dude like, yeah i my my issue was mania i would just stay oh. up too long yeah just don't do that bad no, bad no. for you get some sleep kids get some sleep kids it's good for you <laughs> i was in perkins one night at like one night <laughs> one morning at like five o'clock with in my there? friends of course just like on one yep and the waitress was like please get some sleep yeah oh man <laughs> When the Perkins waitress yeah, the- is calling you out, <laughs> it's like you, please, please, please go to bed. You, you shouldn't, you, you shouldn't be here. Yeah. <laughs> and that like, was this- like eight years ago. So, oh, man, <laughs> it, it snowballed. It continued to snowball. But yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, being sober is great. I feel a lot better, and uh, it's it's uh, something I've wanted for a long time, but. Pff- Go figure. It can be hard it's to tough. actually like get traction, yeah. get the wheels on the ground. I mean, I, I tried a couple times and, uh, you know, just had to get a lot more serious about it, frankly. It, yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's a whole journey in and of itself. And I, I'm sure it's inspired you to like write more. So like once you have that, uh, that free time and the free headspace, right? Like you're like, oh, I have all this energy that I need to put into something, and <laughs> I'm guessing it's get you're getting more songs out of it. I'm right? getting more songs. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Okay. So when you first stop drinking, you're sad. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you're the more pink sad cloud, than you. I don't buy the pink cloud. Not for like the first couple of months, dude. No, you're just miserable. Yeah. But then uh, now my songwriting, they're just pouring out and they're pouring out in full songs, which oh, is so awesome. much easier. I'm just, I'm awful at going back. I'm awful at going back. Like, But now I, I try to commit. It's like, okay, I at least have to get the, the frame and the first verse and the chorus. Yeah. I got to get the concept out or the song probably, you know, won't make it into yep. the world. So, and it gives, and you have that time to do it all of a sudden, you know, and like that, the, the follow through probably is the right term, right? Because you know, the other the thing that all musicians worry about when they, when you get sober is like, Oh, am I going to lose my, lose my touch or whatever? You know, am I, am I not going to be as good at this? Like I've only ever known it one way. And then all of a sudden you're like, Oh no, all that was just in the way of what I was trying to do. Yeah. Right? I will say this though. Like, what do you write about once things are okay? <laughs> We write about the bad times. <laughs> That's true. I can go back. I just got to open a journal up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How did I feel in that moment? Exactly. That was terrible. Yeah. Just kind of <laughs> you dig through it. I don't I don't know about you. Like, I find that I need to process things for like five years before I can put a bit of song anyway. Like, it takes a while. Yes and no. Yeah. Me, yeah. Sometimes. Hey, more power to you if you can do it in the moment. I just, I wish that I could. I tend to hang on to them for about five. You know, a lot, yeah. of, a lot of songs like... There's a part of them. Now I just said that I don't go back and finish up. If I get a chorus out, then, it's, you know, if I've got a, a framework, I'm more likely to go back. Because, yeah. like, the chorus will get stuck in my head. And the demo, I'll, I'll play the demo to myself on my phone. Yep. And so it's like, okay. And I just, like, ruminate. It's almost like I ruminate on it in my very subconscious mind. And then, boom. Yeah, it gets to marinate. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that's the song I'm going to play next. I had... um 
I didn't have the chorus. Oh, and come to think of it, I don't think I had the chorus until like we got in the studio either. It's like wow. I just had the I just had the melody and the verse. Yeah. And then uh I figured out too, like there's something to be said for making a deadline or like grinding. You know, sure. like I don't practice unless I have a gig. <laughs> so for instance, <laughs> yeah. I'm opening for the cactus blossoms this summer, which hey, is a big deal for we're me. At? In Aiken. I, I know. Love so it. here's the deal is like uh, I get a lot of gigs in Aiken and it's great. Because <laughs> so it's cool. like two blocks from my house. I'm I'm down. I'm yeah. into it. I'm totally into it. And uh yeah, I'm playing right in front of the cactus blossoms, which is a huge deal for me. I was just over the top when I was invited to do that uh but i'm gonna practice yeah yeah that's a good move i'm gonna i'm gonna, I'm gonna brush up it's a good decision <laughs> i'm gonna make a set list beforehand yeah and like show up prepared which uh when left to my own devices without a goal it's that's something i'm like learning and str- i don't want to say struggling with because i need to be negative but like something i'm trying to do better at is oh, like yeah. find that self-motivation because that is the crux it's man it's hard that's the crux it's hard and it's <laughs> It like we got into music because we didn't want structure, <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> then, then you find out like, God damn it, I can't get I away from it. I still have to do it. Yeah. I was almost, I was all basically a blocked writer for a long time too. I mean, yeah. I, I've got so many snippets. So I'm not saying I have any discipline now. It's just that they come out all together, and I'm like, well, cool. That's a lot easier than that's having to actually make myself do anything. Much easier. Hey, <laughs> it's you, so found, lazy. you found a method that works. So lazy. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I, but also I don't do it for a living anymore. So it's like, yeah, key. Yeah, key is to not bank on this if you're not going to really work hard at it. Helps a lot. This makes me sound like I'm just yeah. Oh, it no. Because I it, work a little bit at it. But yeah, I think I've a lot. I actually part of my meltdown was like the pressure I had put on myself. And when I, I felt like I was just floundering and honestly I was miserable. Yeah. I was like, this isn't, I'm not doing the things I want to be doing. Look at my career. Like, yeah. and, um, I had to take the pressure off. I, I mean, I had to stop. If you, I played a ton in my early twenties, like, and I started getting very ill in my late twenties. And I just, I basically just had to stop until I felt like doing it again. And then, of course, I had my son five years ago, so it's like kids. But now, now I like doing it. Now I don't feel, I don't feel burned out anymore. And it just took that much time because I played so many cover gigs for so many years, and I was absolutely burned out. Oh yeah, on it. I mean, I loved it. It was trust me, the best times of my life, one hundred percent. But after like five years, I, I literally just had to stop. Yeah. So you got to be careful. You got to be careful. It's got to fill your well. You can't just, you know, and, but part of that too was like, uh, being grateful for the specific things. Like, uh, cause honestly I had so much going on. I was doing so many gigs that like, I couldn't taste the flavor. Like yeah. it was just like gig, 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 interview gig. And like, I could, I wasn't soaking it in and now what's different. I mean, I'm older. Right. And so you maybe learn to be more grateful, but if you're young, just learn it earlier than me because you know you don't have to wait till your mid-30s to figure this out but uh uh just you know even tonight on the way here i was like this is super cool yeah. i don't get to do this very much anymore i am stoked for this i feel i have feelings about it like love it so yeah it's it's fun and it's not as much of a job right and i think there's something to be said about having the day job and taking the pressure off yeah dude it changed the whole thing for me yeah it it's, really did it's huge i'm glad i'm glad you did you went that route instead of just like quitting and you know not doing anything ever again because tried it keeps <laughs> I tried. you can't get away entirely though the guitar is still in the corner of the room and you pick Couldn't, it up eventually yeah yeah right even now it's like well i should I don't know why because I'm dramatic because I'm a drama queen oh I'm just gonna not and then it's like dude you can't not you can't not like it's oh, stop it's it's stop in being a mope yep. go, go book a gig exactly like, <laughs> yeah it, depression I, is so fun oh it's a ball so isn't it <laughs> so helpful <laughs> I had I had this talk with my buddy the other day and he's like he's like man I'm just not playing my guitar anymore I'm like that's fine where do you keep it and he's like it's just in the case under the bed and I was like why don't you just take it out and put it on the guitar stand mm. just like leave it in the corner of the room make it stare at you a little mm. bit and then in two weeks later he's like so i'm playing my guitar again like, yeah. yeah of course you are like, it's just there's tiny things you know that influence you in one way or another you don't even realize out of sight out of mind i have an office now oh. for the first time yeah I, I i have more space than i've ever had you know which is great it's thriving not surviving right like yes. i have three bedrooms in my house it's phenomenal nice two bathrooms go oh, wow wow all right living high on the you hog are. <laughs> but 
having that space where my stuff is set up all the time so much easier. Oh, yeah. So much easier than packing and unpacking it, you know? Yeah. Makes a huge difference. Huge. Speaking of which, I need to clean my office, but you know what? That's a, it's only half of it. Half of That's it's fine. functional, the other half has a lot of stuff. That's what? fine. You know, that happens sometimes. Yeah. I mean, I'm not living large enough that I have like an extra closet. So oh, okay. I yeah. still got all my crap <laughs> just, in there. Just those three bedrooms. Yeah. Yeah. Three closets. <laughs> three not closets. enough. Not enough. I get it. I'm, I'm moving right now, too. This I'm is li- Minnesota. I'm, man. This is Minnesota. Need four different wardrobes. You, to- that's <laughs> a good point. You need, you need a lot. And, and you're up north, so you need even more because, mm. like, if you're going to Duluth you could need a sweatshirt one day or like in the morning and then you know shorts in the afternoon it's the weirdest thing in the world be prepared be prepared bring your sweatshirt yeah you, you think you're always bring, like in middle of summer yeah you're gonna want that at night have yeah. it with you yeah yeah oh. the, the the number of like 90 to 100 degree days is like seven yeah I don't know how many it really is but it's like like Minimum. That. It's not other much. than that. It's gorgeous. Yeah. The weather in Duluth in the summertime is phenomenal. You can't beat it. Yeah, it's that's, the best. That's what it's got going for it. We're we're overselling it too much. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's pretty great. I really enjoyed living in Duluth, and I mean, like I said, incub- incubator. It's so welcoming, and like you can get gigs. Yeah. I played at Carmody's when I first started. Every Tuesday, I booked like an off night. And I played it every Tuesday for over a year. I didn't even have enough songs to make it through the night. I played four 45-minute sets oh, wow. every Tuesday wow. for over a year. I don't know how long it ran. But, like, talk about a formative experience. Yeah. That'll, that'll t- that's a way to cut your teeth right cut there. Cut my teeth right there. Every yeah, single right. week? Yeah. I played in front of the fireplace. Just made it weird. <sighs> yeah, why not? Because otherwise you played in the bathroom. And that's, oh, like, that's yeah. nostalgic, too. But that's- it's like the men's room is... That's fine. It's right there. It's fine. At least they have a stage. At least honestly. Have, yeah. Like, here's your corner. <laughs> I moved the table. Well, that's great. Yeah, we moved the table. You think for I you? get a burger? Yeah. Sweet. Those those gigs where you walk in, you're like, oh, it's one of those. Yeah. You can <laughs> move that pool table. Oh, all right. Yeah. Here, here we go. I, so uh, those gigs are still soul sucking though. Like they, you got to be careful. Yeah, you got to be careful. They, if people don't clap. I'm so uncomfortable now. It's and so when weird. I was in my early 20s, if people didn't clap, I would just play harder and harder until they did. Yep. Like, you, I'm not going to stand here in silence for 45 minutes. Yeah. I know you didn't come here to see me, but I'm here I'm, and you're seeing me yeah. get in the boat. I like, love it. I love it. <laughs> we're having a gig. Get oh, in. Own that room. <laughs> yeah. I, I love it. But now I am a little more, I'm a little more insecure. Like I, uh, I don't know, insecure. Maybe uh, just something about burning out on it was like, no, nah, I need people to to respond but frankly i mean usually people don't not clap anymore no yeah that's a minnesota thing too i'll be honest with you like it's true i've had great crowds and i have great crowds and sampaguita is always a phenomenal crowd but uh uh there's a little bit of a midwestern thing where people are maybe a little bit uncomfortable or don't really know so here i'm saying it uh just clap yes like at least like the first song you, you got to get in there a little bit, you know, and if nobody claps, like throw a little, throw a little finger snap in there and yeah. clap. Cause like, it just means everything. Otherwise it like unbelievably uncomfortable sometimes oh, yeah. to play to a silent room. We gotta, so we gotta have that feedback. Gotta have it. Got it. That's what we're yeah. up there for. But you brought, you brought up Sampaguita. Am I saying that right? Yep. I asked Richard that too. And I should know. Sampaguita. Sampaguita up in Aiken, which is part of like the Aiken Renaissance of being the coolest music city in the state all of a sudden. Uh, but it, no, seriously, you're doing, so you're doing the Sunday spot at Sampaguita. What for the, for the listeners out there, what is the Sunday spot? What's going on up? there it's an afternoon show yeah it's an afternoon show and they don't have a bar yet so i just chose it because because i wanted to make a space where people could go frankly what it's supposed to be is the bridge between the bar and church the sunday spot is not san paguita like they they drink in there you can bring beer in for like the saturday night shows and stuff like that bring bring alcohol if that's your thing totally welcome you know everybody like have a good time my specific show is an implied dry space yeah uh so and it's in the afternoon and it's only it's like an hour and 15 hour and a half long you know and uh it's just supposed to be something really easy and light and we serve some snacks and we serve some coffee and just like very uh very chill so cool and you you, i mean the last name that i saw was you had mississippi mike wolf up there you have such cool people coming through and playing there i mean scarlet woods mississippi mike wolf you play every sunday i play so it's once a month oh it was every sunday and it was too much too much for me to put on uh so first sunday of every month up at sample who do we have last 
uh, Severio Mancieri. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's yeah. great. Well, the stage is amazing. So everybody saw the stage and they're like, we want to play there. I'm like, I don't know. Look at this brand new PA. Yeah. <laughs> you so you cool. want to play here. Yeah. Trust and you have, me. You have an audience that wants to listen. They're great. They're They've so been cool. great every time. Oh, I love yeah. it. Just like, just totally attentive, clapping, like supportive. Yeah. Just great. That's so cool. I am. I mean, if you talk in there while the show is going, it's very obvious so it like is. and also like people aren't drunk yeah that's it's a good point. it's all good man <laughs> good point. it's all good i don't want to sound down on anything else because i've had a lot of great gigs where we all drank and had a great time and that yeah. is there is a time and place for all kinds of stuff yep. and uh to say that i didn't have fun drinking is absolutely not true it's just that it's not serving me Egg. so i, I just it. i don't want to be like the person who's like i quit drinking and Everyone else should too, because that's not. I'm not there. Nobody, that's not the vibe. Nobody likes that. And now it doesn't even bother me. I was careful at first not to be around alcohol, but now it's like whatever. good for you. Whatever. Yeah, that's you, it's. You're gonna be around it. Exactly. So. It's it's a huge it's a huge stepping stone to just kind of like be comfortable in those spaces, you know, where you don't you can't avoid it forever. It's it's one of those things. That's right. But like. It's got to be internalized, or you're not going to make it anyway. Exactly, so. exactly. Well, all all that talk. You want to you want to play another song for the folks? Yep. Awesome. Take it away whenever you are ready. If you got a tune, I will talk over the top of that for a second. We're on. Glad you you're good. Yeah. All right. It's all yours. This one's for our toxic exes. Push me around and mock me while I frown I'm the kid with lies, the kid with lies You've got a crown, dog shit that's leather bound You're the parasite, the parasite You don't love me, you make me your tune You find out, baby, I'm not your Chip at the base, get the blood on the lace I'm your trophy wife, your trophy wife Make me disgrace, break an egg on my face I've got no respite, no respite You don't love me, you make me your tune You find out, baby, I'm not your Take me to town, show my face all around On your lucky dice, your lucky dice Don't make a sound, hold my neck while I drown I'm your darkest vice, your darkest vice You don't love me, you make me a joke You find out, baby, I'm not your yeah, babe, you're careless and you're cruel I'm standing on the new dumpstool Hell yeah, trophy wife. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good jam. With the blood on the lace. Oh, man, that is such a, that is such a good song. So... Your influences range the gamut, right? It comes through in the sound. But if you had to pick like a top five that like the Frankenstein that created Aurora Bear, <laughs> what does that what does that look what does that monster look like? Alan Sparhawk's five bands. Oh. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, That's I'm awesome. sorta of kidding. I started out listening to uh more folk. Yeah. Gillian Welch, uh, uh Doc Watson, Lead Belly. The White Stripes. Oh, okay, nice. top five. White Stripes, yeah. for sure. Um, Melody Gardot, who's a French-American singer. Ooh. Fabulous voice. Yeah. Very, uh, like, smooth, smoother stuff. Uh, I mean, Amy Winehouse, right? Obviously. Low. but yeah. And, like, the Black Eyed Snakes. Uh, Retribution Gospel Choir. Because Alan Sparhawk. Enough said. <laughs> Fair. Uh, that, you know... That pretty much covers it. Yeah, that's. 
I hear that now. It's it's one of those cool things where like you're you're one of those artists that is such an individual that like I can't pull out the influences directly. It's it's a good thing. It's cool. It's not like uh, that that Led Zeppelin ripoff band. Stop! Uh, you brought. I just that was on your lap. That was on the one that I listened on the I, way. I, I will keep ripping okay, on them. Check as it out. Tell- I have an opinion about it. I got an opinion about it, which is that <laughs> hit me. The lead singer's voice actually is not that much like Robert Plant's oh, really? when he sings other stuff. Like oh, that like yeah, they can mimic that song, but like I can mimic some stuff too. You yeah. know what I mean? And when you get into their original music, like yeah, definitely the vibe. And I get what you're saying. Like again. um, all, all very similar music, right? Like they write in a vein. Yes, exactly. But I would say about his voice that like he can sing the plant, but their original stuff, he's a little, a little bit different. Oh, okay. He can so, do, he can do his own thing. The, when he when he's not singing plant, he doesn't sound like plant is what I mean. That you know what sense. I mean? Yeah. No, yeah, I fo- I so. follow you. I mean, I I love them cuz <laughs> I don't <laughs> listen to Greta Van Fleet, but uh respect cuz they they're dope. I, like, hey, I get they it. Can, I, they can play. They can play. They're good. I mean, they're better than I was at that age, right? <laughs> like, here's the, if you would have given any of us a record deal at 16 or whatever, we're going to sound derivative as hell. Like, it doesn't matter who it was. You're going to sound like whoever you were into at 16 years old. And I think, I think those kids were 16, 18. They were, they were pretty young. So it's, it's one of those things where, like, you grow as an artist and you kind of get handicapped, I think, when you get discovered too early. You know what I mean? And I mean handicapped in the sense that like you you sound like what you sound like at that time. And like now a guy like me, I'm not giving their new records a chance as they're developing because I have it in my head that they're just this Led Zeppelin ripoff band, right? Like that's a reflection on me more than it is on them. But it, it's, it is what it is. Like the general public is just going to be like, oh, that's that band that did that thing. You know, a lot of people start off playing covers, too. That's you know, they're young. Sure. I played covers. I played mostly covers. Yeah. 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 I well, can sound a lot like Brandy Carlisle and stuff, you know what I mean? And like yeah. I did try to mimic a lot of stuff. Oh, well that I think that's what I'm getting at is like that's part of the process of discovering who you are. But if you only hear somebody like during that phase, it it's not fair to the artist. You know you know what I mean? Like Yeah, they definitely got branded by doing yes. you know, yeah, by doing that song for yes, sure. Yes, exactly. Uh I haven't listened to their recent stuff, but no. you see that. Yeah. TikTok of that guy. They kind of teased him too for not like enunciating, but whatever, dude. <laughs> Rock on, man. There's room in the world for all that stuff. There is. There's room. There's room yep. for everything. Infinite it's, room because we have hard drives and uh, just make it do whatever kind of music you want. Like, <laughs> what's the worst that can happen? So true. It's so true. Um, okay. So, so all that to say, like, is there, is there, you didn't mention any grunge. Are you a grunge fan at all? Uh, I mean, Nirvana. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, okay. If we go back, yeah. If we go back, to my teenage years, uh, I used to rip off all my brother's CDs, which was oh, like nice. Weezer, Sublime, yeah. Nirvana. Uh, uh, I stole my brother's CD of Rammstein, you know, <laughs> Duhast. Duhast, Mitch. Yep, he yeah. Just, yeah. He probably hated me for that. He probably was like, what? what? Where's my Rammstein? Mine. Mine. Mine now. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Sorry. <laughs> meddling kids, man. Uh, meddling kids, that's right. And, and Ooh, that was a pun. Did you catch that? Oh meddling. Good oh. one. I did I had not. to point it out because you, you had were... Yeah, that went right over my yeah. head. Yeah. <laughs> I never never claimed to be smart. Meddling kids. Meddling you heard kids. it here first. You heard it you heard it here first. That sounds like a band name. <laughs> yep. do, do some Rammstein covers call it meddling kids saw saw this meme where the, they, he peeled a clementine and you know like the stringy stuff on the inside of the clementine it was yeah. like on the counter he's like I accidentally made a metal band logo <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good it is good stuff that's pretty good I honestly meme life yeah meme life same literally should just there's a stupid meme that's a nuktat generator yeah and I literally want to get the nuktat but like here's the thing one person in my entire life would get it. Yeah. Like, of all the people I meet, they'd just be like, what is shit city? <laughs> and I'd be like, knuck, tat, generator, meme, yeah. meme life. Meme life. Internet. I've been on the internet for years. Man, could you imagine how much I would have gotten done if I wasn't on the internet? That's right. Exactly. That's the next addiction. A oh, phone. man. Sheesh. It's tough. Ugh. 
It's tough because it's kind of becoming like food at this point. Oh, I've been, I've had every smartphone from the beginning, and yeah. I've been on it oh. from the beginning. So I'm surprised I got this much done, frankly. Yeah, but you did it. <laughs> you did it. Yeah, I mean, look, there, there's also that thing of like people have been distracting themselves for years, right? Like whether it was with a newspaper, with dime store novels, like what, whatever. There's always been something. We just have access to the entirety of information in human history mm-hmm. at our fingertips. Like... <laughs> That's that's a lot. What Google views as human history. Yeah, well, Google's like these point. articles. This, these these articles. Google. <laughs> you know what? You know what I read on Google? Yeah. No, 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 I. Every time you get in a debate, well, I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna go educate myself on Google, which, which isn't awful. Like I'm sure. Yeah. We are probably more educated, but you're also not a scientist, so no, don't pretend to be a scientist. Definitely please. not. <laughs> Definitely not. Unless you I, are a scientist, oh, I don't really want to hear about the science. Oh you. man! Okay. <laughs> Did you read it in a peer-reviewed journal? Uh, okay. No, yeah. no, I don't know how to read those. <laughs> so, on that note, like when when COVID hit, right, right away, like I know th- this is about me being an idiot. So when when it hit, I was like, oh, I I'll go Google, and I was like, I'm gonna find the scholarly-reviewed articles that'll tell me how to not ever get COVID. So I went and like. Apparently, the problem with even finding those is like smart people that are smarter than me can write them and make them go whichever direction they want. So I was like, if I take enough vitamin D, I'll never get sick with anything ever for the rest of my life. (laughs) And I believe that for like a week. And then I was like, oh, apparently that's not how that works because there's like other studies that Mm. not just the one that I found. It's really hard to sift the information out there. Oh, man. And I've, uh, yeah. The only thing I know is that I don't know. You exactly. Know, like, I know some generalizations, but uh, That's it. I've, I've given up. When I was in my, when I was younger, look at all this, when I was younger, like I've come around a corner. I'm some grown. Uh, <laughs> I would just argue, argue yeah. stuff. Oh, just, and like, I'm not saying I was wrong about all of it, but it's like, I just don't really bother anymore, especially politics. It's like, it's I'm just, I just let it go. Yeah. I just let it go. It's like, I'm going to vote and then I'm going to not talk about it. Yes. Because it's a lot. And yeah. You, why? I'm like. The mental space anger, that it takes. Yeah. Mm-mm. It's nope. too much. I'm it's, an ulcer. Yeah, it be? Exactly. There's only so much you can do. There's yes. only so much you can do. There's, I guess you can try and like influence the public and, and I do. Yeah. In my little blurbs, I'm just saying I don't, it's not like my main thing. Both exactly. my parents are super political and that's great. Uh, it's just not my like first thing. You yeah. Know? It's and, not, like, and you get on Facebook and say something and just don't. It's, <laughs> you're, it's never going to end well. I swear to God. You're never going to be happy about They're that. They're not decision. all going to like it. No, <laughs> they are not. And then you get into an awful conversation and then someone screenshots it and it's like, you're right. I'm an idiot. Yeah. I see that now. Yeah, I, Thank I you for it. pointing that out. Now that, now that I see my words written down <laughs> back to me, I realize you are correct. You are. You're right. I'm okay. gonna let you have that. One. That's, that's fair. I was right though. Just so you know, <laughs> canceled, <laughs> canceled. Oh right. man. Yeah. No, I mean, if I'm glad that I didn't have Facebook when I was a teenager, cause I thought it was bad. I mean, it was around, but I didn't have it yet. And like teenage me did not need to be, have a bullhorn with his opinions. Cause right. he guy was an idiot. I mean, I'm not much smarter now, but I'm smarter than that guy. You're smart <laughs> enough to not put your opinions on the <laughs> internet. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I like to think the opinions are a little bit better, like a little bit improved sure. throughout the years, but maybe not. I mean, a, a couple years ago, I thought vitamin D would keep you from getting cancer, so who knows? But you didn't post an article about it, so go That's you. A good point. Thank you. I did not post an article about it. Uh, uh, so, Aurora, so you're playing at the at the Sunday spot once once a month. What what uh, what other gigs have you got coming up for for the folks to catch yet? Well, hopefully, I'll be at this. Yeah, hopefully, I'll be there in a week, and then uh... cactus blossoms. Cactus Blossoms is in July. Nice. Uh, Ripple Sippy. Oh, that's which a cool is the, name. That's the Aiken Festival. I'm on that one. Who else is playing at that? You, Cactus Blossoms? <laughs> oh, yeah, fair. <laughs> I look over in shock. Uh, <laughs> let me get the email out. Oh, good. Uh, some locals. Some locals and Charlie Parr, but don't quote me, man. Nice. Don't quote me. No, oh, I get it. It's kind of... Yeah, I love what's happening in the North Country now. This is so cool. All these music yeah. festivals. Like if we could just get a hotel, yeah. that would be super. There's this space next to next to all these venues and I just you could have the coolest hotel there. Man. You could do It'd it. It'd be so cool. You I can't do it. do it. Whoever owns the land is not doing it. I hope someone does. I'm not up to I don't go to the city council meetings or whatever. I know that there are people who are definitely lobbying yeah. for like an update. Cuz you got old old Aiken and like 
Aiken's one of those towns that was stuck in time. Yep. And and people love that. And that's great because there is a good country vibe. Like yeah. that's real. Community and this little community, like all that is positive stuff. You know, uh, country folk might be a little more apt to help each other out. Whereas in the city, you get a little bit of uh, space sure. and it's a little colder, you know? Yeah. And that's what they're talking about when they talk about like, ah, oh, keep it keep it small, keep it country vibe. But it's like also, I mean, we could we could have a cool thing, expand it. People are coming up. As tourists, anyway, and the, you yeah. know, you need the economy. You got to do something up there, right? There's, yeah, although it, they're building cabins left and right, so it's hap. You know, so there is that. There is that economy, but uh, yeah. man, I would love to see uh, just a, a bigger. We just need places to stay. Yeah, we got the Forty Club and maybe some other little spots, but boy, if we had a bigger hotel, I feel like people would go there. And I feel like if there was a couple cul-de-sacs full of houses, people would buy them. People would. In a so heartbeat. hopefully, uh, maybe I needed, you know. Be a part of that, yeah. Instead of talking about it, but here's me lobbying. <laughs> I, I I'll play the gigs. You build the hotels. You, all right, people are good at different is. things. There's your slogan. That's the Aurora <laughs> Bear slogan. Yeah. I play the gigs. You build the hotels. Yeah, that's it. That's Aiken. I love it. It's cute. Yeah, it's very cute. It's cute, and yeah, it's it's like you said. There's there's pluses and minuses to everything. You know, whether it's losing losing that country feel or, or whatever but Aiken has a cool it's so cool it's so cool what's happening up there I would love to see it be so much busier and yeah. and like a demographic closer to my age I get it I, there's a yeah I mean it's it's great it's great don't yeah. get me wrong again not like bashing but just it would be cool if there were a few more people in there 30s out. I, I think it's I think it's trending that way as the rest of us get priced out of the city. <laughs> yeah, I I do too, and that's what yeah. I mean. I think if they built houses up there, just like slamming. I yeah, mean, the sure. the demand for places to live is crazy. So it's hopefully, insane. you know, now the hospital there is just going yeah. nuts. So that's a huge draw. I just you know, and I bet we'll see it. I bet we'll see it. It'd be yep. interesting to see if we're on some kind of uh, edge of a precipice because I mean the music is for sure popping off. Yeah. And I mean, I'll see more this summer too. Like I'm kind of a hermit, so it's not like I went out to these big events. There are people; yeah. they just aren't necessarily out all the time. But uh, it would be great to see. Be great to see it do something because sure. I mean, I left for you know, I was like, there was no question that I was out of there yeah. when I turned eighteen. Which, I was out of there before I turned eighteen. Yeah, yeah, which which is one of those the, the classic like get out of the small town, you know, thing. But now it's. You said it's come full circle. Totally. Yeah. Well, you know what? Uh, get a big house for not very much money it's in Aiken. So I'm, uh, I'm scheming to get back maybe to a bigger place. But right now, we are chilling. Dude, hey, you, you got your three bedrooms. You know, you're going to get that other half of the office cleaned out. You're going to be all right. What scares me is that I'm getting all my stuff set up, and it's like, uh-oh, I'm going to end up here. Like, yeah. <laughs> Talk to me in 15 years and be like, I'm still in Aiken, still which in is, it. you know, I mean, I'm sure it'd be fine, but that's not the plan. Yeah. <laughs> Have you heard that study of like, I, I it's a big number. I, I'm going to butcher the number. I think it's like 70%. Again, I'm pulling that number out of my ass, but it's like 70% of Americans live within 15 mm. miles of their hometown. Feeling it. It's feeling it right now. It's, it's so wild how that happens. Yeah. yeah. But it's kind of cool, too, because, I mean, I really was gone. Like, I left, and I was gone. I've been all over. Yeah. I boomed out. I lived out of my vehicle for so long. I didn't have a lease for, like, eight years. I just Wild. lived in a bedroom, like, moved every season, went and did different jobs, went to Europe, went to Asia. Like, I did all – I did the things. Yeah. And uh, it's kind of – it's nice that I didn't have a big plan because I got to do all that stuff. And by the time I had my son, I was like, you know what? I'm ready for this. I would have never been ready for that at 20. I could have never settled down on what would have happened is I would have ended up like busting loose anyway and I'd be divorced or whatever. Yeah. But uh, as it is, just live that, you know. Yeah. You got to do the nomad <laughs> thing. and Did the nomad thing. I had I had enough stuff. It fit in a two-door coupe. That's how I lived. Mid-20s. We're not just going to blow past this. <laughs> like, what? Tell me more about this. So where'd you, where'd you go? Where was your, where was your favorite spot? Well. I mean, not as a favorite, but most memorable, I guess. I mean, I spent some good time in Door County. I spent a summer in Door County that was really cool. That's when I have my cool, I have like an old classic car that's dorky little thing. Yeah. But it's adorable. And uh, yeah, I had that car and like a little bike rack and just my like basic stuff. And I rented a cabin and it was amazing. And then I went to Europe at the end of that summer. Yeah. I had my 25th birthday there. Big shebang, right? Awesome. I was painting houses up there and then playing gigs. 
It was like three, three, four days of painting, three days of gigging, and yeah. broke even in August and cleared five grand and flew out of there. That's and, awesome. Yeah, it was great, dude. Yeah, it was. It, it was everything it was supposed to be. That's so, sweet. So that was fun. I love, <clears throat> love Door County. Um, I lived in Minot. I worked in the oil field in 2008. That's a little more oh, recent. Oh yeah. yeah, for a minute. That was was a 2008 fun. like the oil boom? Was that yeah. the start of? Yeah, oh, that. Was I hit the peak. Oh wait, was it eight? No, I'm sorry, not 08. That okay. was a different place. But and I didn't work in the oil field then. But uh, I did a brief stint, just long enough to dip my toe in and see it, which was life changing. In 2014 is when it was. Okay. I'm on track. Whatever. Yeah. I'm lucky I even have that man. <laughs> I'm lucky I even know what day it is. I get it. Honestly. Oh. That was one of my favorite jobs. Yeah. And that really taught me how to work. Like I had no idea what I was capable of until I went out there and did like 16 hours in a row. Oh, it was just balls. like crazy. Yeah. Just crazy amounts of work. And go back to like, you, did you live in like the practical barracks? I lived in Minot. Yeah. No oh, way, okay. man. As well, I, a female out there, yeah. I never even, I don't, that was not even an option. We lived in a house in Minot, which was really okay. nice. We were about an hour away. Oil field trash. I backed the trailer down to our dead end street, like just full of oil field garbage. Oh, I'm sure they loved us. Probably. It was so tight. Get it? Like it literally just curb to curb, like yeah. getting this trailer in there and just full of oil field trash. <laughs> oh, literally. Man. Yeah. Good times. Good times. Great times. Great times Running in Minot. Hot. Running, Running hot, hot in Minot. Yeah. Running hot yeah. in Minot. Actually, there's a song I didn't finish. Sunrise and blue skies in the pocket. Ooh, that's a good. Well, there it is. Now I gotta go finish it. Now you gotta go finish that <laughs> thing. That's one of your one of your snippets. It's very late. Very, yeah. Hey, like I said, sometimes it takes a while to marinate back there. Nine years ago. It's all right. Yeah. Nine years. You st- I mean, it's still your story. That is true. You still get to tell it. Uh, Koskinen's got a good town. Ta- good song called Boomtown. Oh yes, love. he does. Yeah. It's like the same. That's yeah. a good vibe. Koskinen. See, he actually wrote it. Yeah. <laughs> I just talked about it. That's well, you did it. I got a chorus. You got a chorus. Yeah, yeah. Team up with Koskinen, put it together, go visit his studio down in Mankato, another cool music town, which is wild, right? Mankato and Aiken, blowing things up in the Minnesota music scene. Mm-hmm. Love to see it. I should go check it out. Yeah, I've I've never been down there. I I just know he has it. Cool. Yeah. Um, on that note, you're not gonna believe this, but we're coming up to the end of our hour Swag. already. Do you want to? You want to play another song? Play yeah. play us out of here. I'm gonna play us out of here. All right. I love it. What are you thinking? This is a brand new song. Oh hell yeah. Um, let me get my. Now I got to change gears. Get oh. oh good. I, uh, so uh, we're on. Glad you're here in Happy Productions talking to Aurora Bear. We got a brand new song we're gonna be playing, and after this, we're gonna take a break. Thank our sponsors, and when we come back, we're gonna be playing her 2021 EP in its entirety. So stick around for that. We'll be playing that back to back, and uh, yeah, then we'll be playing more great local music after that. All right, you ready to rock over there? Sure. All right, take it away. So happy for you 
I still adore you And I don't have the right to dig up bones We've already had the funeral There's no more point in dredging up the past Silence reigns supreme Talk about bringing it full circle. That's a beautiful song, and it encompasses everything we were talking about about like the multiple, the multitudes that you contain musically. Oh man, thanks. Yeah, no, that's the modern vibe. I would say. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I. Uh, I was that called? Dig up bones. Uh, what is it called? Silence reigns supreme. Ah, yeah, that's an awesome song. And so that's one of that's one of the ones you're going to be working on when you get back to the studio. Yeah. Yeah. I think so cool i never yeah i got a general list i have a whole handful uh of other songs yeah written. yeah whatever's clever whatever you, li- yeah. you liked it i like it all right great i dig yeah, it yeah we'll record it then. yeah that's all i'm gonna let other people decide <laughs> there you go yeah and hey i'll uh i'll take credit for being the one who said i like that all right cool yeah. let's Just, do it yeah that yeah. was the debut so oh, i'm still man. working these pedals out a little bit you know what i I, mean, I dig it what the the first one that had that what effect is that that is a super cool effect on that guitar where it almost sounds like a train running down the tracks in the background this uh yeah yeah this is a uh, particle two Ooh. it's a red panda yeah and uh it's got a random setting yeah i don't know <clears throat> i'm only a little bit uh sure what it does it basically chops the sound wave into little yeah. sound waves and manipulates it but dig it well, I like the way it, yeah, it just expands the sound, right? Yeah. It just gives it more more depth. Because uh, I would play these gigs on my electric guitar plugged right into the amp, and we talked about this. It's just like the the tone was so similar all the way through. So I was like, all right, I'm going to start buying some pedals. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I'm running a, a Nano Muff, Nano Big Muff, and a Boss Synth. Love so. it. That's a cool sound. I, I, I uh, I'm I'm enjoying it. Yeah, maybe I'll find one more on this particle, since it was, yeah, the least expensive, the least cheap oh. of the three. So maybe I can find one more sound in there, there that I go. like. You know, there you go. the synth, uh, tons of cool stuff. Oh, tons yeah. of cool stuff. On yeah. Although it can get pretty cheesy, you can get a real cheesy sound out of there. Too. You so, if you want to, it's yeah, the, the options sure. there. Oh, well, super, super cool. Aurora, where can, where can the people find you online to kind of keep track of everything that you're doing and, and going on and all that good stuff? Well, I have a website that is occasionally updated. And now that you've said that out loud, I guess I'll go on there and update it. Um, you know, Facebook, although it's not a great organization on there, but I, I always do post, uh, on my Instagram and my Facebook when I have a gig going on. And then, uh, uh, you know, that's a great page. S-A-M-P-A. G-U-I-T-A, Sampa Guita. Uh, go like us on Facebook because we make an event for everything that happens there. That's just a cool venue. So yeah, Super if, cool. if, you're, if you're hearing this, but you're not living in Aiken, like, please come up and check out this venue. Great people running it. Richard and Thelma, the best. The Love best. them. Yeah, they're the best, seriously. Uh, and But also, like we've got the Ripple Center up there. 
So yeah, basically, I I keep up on my Facebook is, yeah. That's the that's yep. the spot. Yep. And to double down on the on the Sampaguita comment, if like anyone out there who's listening, if you live in the cities or the metro or whatever, and you go up north sometimes, like it's worth it to following that page. Maybe you're in Crosby. That's 15 minutes from Aiken. Maybe you're in Nisswa. That's 20 minutes. Like it's not, you might not be far when you're at your cabin. So go check out what's going on. They have gigs and they have a Sunday afternoon gig you could catch on your way home. You know, go have some coffee and see if see if Aurora's plan doing the Sunday spot and hang out, have a good time. Yeah, Richard yeah. calls it the third place, which is a it's just a place to people, you know, place for people to get together, exchange yeah. ideas, talk, have you know, just community because people don't go out to dances anymore. Things, you know, society's maybe changed a little bit. We're a little more distant, um, and you know, like I said, somewhere between church and the bar. Yeah, it's that's the perfect way to describe it. Mm-hmm. Somewhere between church and the bar. Yep. Yeah, which is. Probably. You can have both if you want. You can. You can. You have, know what I mean? Like yeah. show up on a Saturday, have church in the bar. Go, yeah. Oh, like, do do nothing, you? Nothing wrong. Do with whatever that. you want. Yeah. Mostly within reason. Well, hey. <laughs> That's uh, what I tell the kids. Yeah. yeah. Do whatever you want within reason. Yeah. I don't, they don't understand. They're like five. They'll they don't get even it. know what I'm talking about, dude. They're barely conscious. <laughs> You gotta heard them. Yeah. You're not explaining. Oh, no, that's kidding. fair. Yeah. <laughs> no, somewhere between church and the bar. You know, it's a it's a good descriptor for for music too, in a in a weird way because mm-hmm. it's in both places. It's in it permeates all the spa- all the cracks and the spaces and the things. And thank you for doing it. Thank you for not quitting. Oh man, really. thank like, you so much. Yeah. yeah no, because it's. You know, I'm sure you've heard me say it before, but the the world's better with good art in it. So thank you for keeping on and doing it and creating it and coming and sharing it with us. We really appreciate it. And I can't thank you enough for coming on. This is wonderful. Thank you so much. This is great. I love this space and I love what you're doing. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, we're, we're going to take a second. We're going to thank sponsors. We're going to come back, throw on your EP in its entirety. And, uh, yeah, we'll let her rip from there. Rock and roll. All right. Thank you so much, Aurora.